Jean-Charles Moyen is a filmmaker and an SSP insider who has worked with the French US secret space program. He's also a contactee with several extraterrestrial civilizations. He has been tested for his ability to be able to teleport to different locations on Earth, and the tests have been positive. And today we're going to be talking about those tests, and we're going to be talking about a major point of corroboration between Jean-Charles and JP concerning three underwater civilizations in the Atlantic Ocean under the Bermuda Triangle. You're listening to Exopolitics Today with Dr. Michael Sala, your source for the uncensored truth regarding the human, extraterrestrial, global, and political agenda. Click the like button and subscribe to this channel. And now, here's Dr. Michael Sala. Welcome, Jean-Charles, to Exopolitics Today. Hello, my friend. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Well, it's so wonderful to have you back again. And, you know, it's really amazing following your story and, and your information, how you're always able to produce and find points of corroboration. And so today we're going to be looking at some of these corroborating points. And uh, I think it would be a good place to just recapitulate what happened in our last interview when you talked about uh, your trips to Mount Fuji, where you teleported teleported as both a child and as an adult to, to Mount Fuji. So maybe you just want to just um, repeat in summary exactly what we discussed in our last interview. Yes. Um, when I was young, um, I was able to teleport myself uh, in uh, Mount Fuji in Japan. And uh, I remember met uh, a beings uh, her name was uh, uh, Utsu. She was a guardian of the of this mountain. And when I met these beings, she don't call me uh, John Charles. She called me Oshi. Oshi means um, in English um, star, like a star seed, I guess. <laughs> and um, I draw some. Um, in my diaries, I draw uh, some these beings with a, a little um, a UFO, you know, into into the mountain. And uh, everything I lived when I was young, um, I wrote I wrote in my diaries, and uh, I show to my parents uh, to uh, to testimony uh, after a lot of uh, decade. They remember the, this experience. So when I was young, I was able to teleport uh, myself in a few um, uh, space, uh, in a few um, place, sorry, in a few place. And after that, the, I grew. And uh, the many, 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 many years after, um, I met again these uh, beings, Utsu. And I discovered uh, during an interview with uh, my friend Mariko and... Uh, 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 Miyoko Sano in Japan, there is a legend called about um, a mysterious uh, woman called Utsu, and uh, she lived into uh, this mountain of Mount Fuji, and she uh, keep uh, in a secret place uh, a big uh, spaceship. 
So it's corroborate when I was young and I met this, uh, these beings. Uh, she was a um, very, uh, very strange woman and I described everything um, about this, uh, these beings uh, into this, um, this mountain and everything is right uh, into a book of legend in Japan, in Osaka. Uh, some people know this um, legend about this mysterious woman that came from the stars. Yes, so you were able to teleport to Japan, to Mount Fuji, as a youngster and as an adult. And as a youngster, I mean, what you saw and what you drew in your diaries uh, matched with some ancient legends. So that was a major corroborating uh, point. Another point of corroboration that we thought was very significant was that you and Elena Danan both saw each other in Tokyo, that you both teleported there, that, well, in fact, you teleported there, uh, but Elena was taken there by the Galactic Federation, that they used their technology to transport her. And so uh, that's an ability that you have to be able to just get to different places. So, so she saw you. So that was another point of corroboration. So just recently, you had uh, a, a remarkable experience concerning your iPhone, uh, where the GPS app uh, showed you being in Japan as you were simulating a, te a teleportation experience. So why don't you tell us what happened? Yes. First of all, very important to clarify for um, for people. Uh, when I was young, at seven, um, I, I tell to my parents, I have a past life. I had a past life in uh, a, a, a in old Japan, and I remember my past life. Uh, I live into um, a, a village name was Sendai in Japan, and I remember uh, I was uh, with my children and my wife, and uh, there is an emperor. And uh, it was a very a special story about this past life because everything was very uh, detailed. And I remember my, my, my wife uh, died in my arm to protect me by an arrow. Uh, and um, every um, people in this village was killed by the emperor. And when I spoke this story uh, to my parents at seven, and now... Uh, many, many decades after to Miyoko, they do a research and they discover in the Sendai at the same century, there is a, 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 a emperor uh, kill every people in the village. The same detail I tell when I was young. So keep in your mind this story. Sendai. I was a little boy, imagine. Now, I was in my office and I was uh, in my, uh, my uh, sofa and I had uh, my, my phone in my hand and I have an application with um, my GPS position, real position, not VPN, okay? It's important to clarify, it's a, a GPS. And uh, with my friend Kevin, uh, we know uh, where we are, each other, uh, or Melanie, or my 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 daughters, and it's it's uh, it's a, it's more safe, you know. It's a technology, so we use it. <laughs> and um, 
I remember I was in my sofa and uh, uh, I check uh, where is Kevin and Kevin was in her house, in his house. And uh, okay, he don't answer me because he may be asleep. So at this moment, my my uh, decoration, Japanese decoration in my office, I look my decoration and in my eyes, I have the the a picture of Japan appear in my eyes and in his other eye there is a the office my office and i feel dizzy and the two um image cross into my eyes and i close my eyes in a fraction of second dizzy and when i open my eyes i say oh my god what's happening and my phone bug but bug very strangely he opened the application when I when I was in in this application to 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 so where is Kevin, my position changed very quick, and I was in Japan, Sendai, and the arrow turned like this and search because the last position was in Canada, but he don't have the time to um, calculate my position, you know? It's not uh, you take your car or, or you, you walk and uh, he, he can make uh, a map, but not this time because it, it's too quick. But he, he say, he, he know that I was at this place, my position, like you saw in the, in the description, it turned like this and he say probably, where is he? Where is he? It's impossible. So, curiously, the application bug, but bug at Japan. You see position, it's uh, in blue. And it's in Sendai. How many chance your phone bug to the Japan at the same village when I was young in my past life? It's curious. And like... Like I say, it's not a VPN, it's a GPS position. It's a physical position, you know? You can trick this. It's very, it's 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 a, like say, um, Danny and Elena, it's, it's, a, it's a big proof. And you know what? When I made my interview with Elena, we spoke about these events, Impress, impressive and uh, during the interview when we spoke about the proof this proof this evidence everything was okay during 35 or 42 uh, minutes and at the moment precisely and now this is the proof black screen we heard only my voice with Melanie, but nothing, nothing else, no screen. Because when this event uh, happened, my 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 phone was uh, frozen, you know, at this place. And I walk into the living room and I say to Melanie, to my wife, Anne, check this, film with your phone, my screen, because everything is frozen i must reset my phone to 
to to to use my phone now because everything is uh, is bug so she decided to phone my my phone to have the proof but at the at this moment like you say like you see there is no image during the interview with elena it's impossible everything was correct during all interview but just this part she um re-upload a second times and it works but how many chance you have a bug in live in live for this evidence like say danny and elena it's a proof of the proof because it's, right. it's incredible so in that live interview it, why it's disappeared so in that live interview with uh, elena uh the kind of proof that you just showed us disappeared for a short period so uh, suggesting some kind of interference uh, but definitely what you described is very interesting that you know you, you didn't actually consciously set out to do this it was just you were you know trying to communicate with a friend and mm. uh you you got an image of sendai on with one eye that you were seeing one one hemisphere of the brain you were seeing the, the city of sendai and you were seeing uh you know your office with the other eye and then something happened that uh it was like this teleportation ability kicked in and mm. Yeah, and it was registered by your phone, but of course you didn't physically go to Sendai. It was just, it, it was almost like a, a, a setting it up for you to travel there, but the phone picked it up. And I find that very interesting because it is on the one hand proof, as you said, that, mm -hmm. that you do have this remarkable ability to teleport. Uh, but the other thing that I find very interesting is what you described, that you know, one eye saw Sendai and the other eye saw uh, your office, which which suggests that one part of the brain, one he one hemisphere of the brain, uh, is responsible for the kind of teleportation experience, and the other part, you know, may we're talking maybe the right side of the brain is more the uh, responsible for teleportation. So, so was it your left eye that saw Sendai? Yes, le left eye Sendai, and right eye is my office. Okay. Like okay. when I was young, when I was uh, in my um, in in my room when I was uh, eighteen, and I have the same thing with my girlfriend at, at the at this time. It, it was the uh, apartment uh, of my uh, of my girlfriend and my room. And after that, everything crossed. I have a dizzy, and then when I open my eyes, so it's different. I was. In the front of his door, in apartments, in a few few kilometers, kilometers, everything was stay on my bed, my shoes, my pants, my uh, ID, my keys. Every it was really a teleportation physically this time, and my father bring me my clothes, and uh, my girlfriend was traumatized, and we break down our relationship, and. Uh, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you told me about that. That must have been upsetting at the time. Um, she didn't reward you for that remarkable experience. <laughs> she said, no, the opposite. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, that's really kind of very interesting because um, 
you have this capacity for different parts of the brain to be active and to kind mm. of like, um, you know, almost take over. And that's an ability that dolphins have, you know, because dolphins, you know, we used to swim with the dolphins. Uh, you actually swam with us with the dolphins in Hawaii when you visited. And the dolphins, when they come to rest, when they're sleeping, uh, only half of their brain, half of the hemisphere is, is sleeping, is shut down. The other half is active. So they're able to do that. And of course, they have very large brains, but it seems that you have a similar ability where your cognitive functions um, yeah, uh, can be distinct or can be activated one part of the brain over the other. Hmm. So I don't I mean, know if you want to speculate about what why it is that it's the left eye that sees the location and you're there and and the right eye is more left brain and it's kind of more logical and yeah. Dan Winter tell me the same thing. He analyzed my brainwave and tell me, oh, this is this is very interesting uh, detail, John Charles. And I say, why? He, he tell me, your left eye is, uh, I don't remember, the part of the, 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 the psychometry or um, every abilities of like uh, telekinesis, uh, special uh, abilities, it's uh, in the left. And I say, oh, okay. And the... the, the um, the thing more um, normal for humans, it's a, it's a, it's right. So it's curious that your brain wave is this side is uh, different, and uh, everything corroborate. You tell me, uh, we analyze, and it's it's very important uh, because uh, it, it's not the two eyes; it's one eyes and one eyes, and they cross. Right. So you know what 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 kind of ability. I mean, the teleportation ability that you have, you are able to access it because part of your brain is activated. Now, we, we know um, that it involves gamma rays, or, or sorry, gamma brain waves. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, for people that don't know, or maybe they just need to be reminded. Now, uh, you know, people are familiar with the brain uh, having to work through different cycles. So uh, you, you have, for example, the... Uh, brain waves uh the uh the, the beta the alpha brain waves the delta the the theta brain waves that all have different frequencies that they operate under uh, like the the delta is the slowest below four hertz and so forth but gamma is the highest so you you want to maybe explain what gamma brain waves are in relationship to these other brain waves um, I'm not a specialist about that, but uh, I remember when I try to uh, teleport myself with the uh, device, uh, the device of uh, Dan Winter and uh, the software, we discovered when I was uh, very um, calm and uh, don't moving, my brainwave was uh, out of the charts. They must reduce the graphic because... It's insane. They don't have seen, they never seen that before. And you tell me, um, your brainwave is um, like a Tibetan brainwave. They call the Tibetan brainwave with the monk. And they spend uh, 45 years in the cavern, uh, no technology. And they have this kind of brainwave. But like the child, they can um, have the abilities to um, read a book uh, with uh, hidden eyes, with a mask. And uh, he tell me, 
it's like the same but not the same because you're it's very strong and uh, it tell me this is a proof something happened during the test you know this is a this is a physically and um um the evidence uh, scientific evidence that something it's not in your imagination this is this is very important to clarify for people because if it's my imagination how could you explain my brain wave out of the chart and my heartbeat was like a, a sprinter you know like a carl lewis run but at this moment you you saw that i was set in my in my seat you know so it's impossible so something very important happened during uh, this this test and uh, the first evidence is my brain wave and the two evidence is my phone recently with uh, with um, my position so so i don't know if we call this teleportation uh, in the case of me when i was young it was really teleportation physically because my parents must bring my clothes you know and i was in a far kilometers of, of my house but now maybe uh we have a new name because it's different because maybe it's um uh, physically quantum um transportation physically quantum uh, jump i don't know but uh when people's uh heard teleportation it's like uh, oh it's a science fiction it's a star trek and blah 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 most people don't understand what i say but you know what my friend something really happened it's not imagination it's really proof now with the device of uh, my friend dan winter and everything happened with my phone you know so it, this is curious how to explain that something happened really really and physically you know so the gamma the gamma uh, bra uh, brain wave it's uh, for dan it's very very important uh of the of the brain when you you do something like test your your teleportation abilities or something else or telekinesis or uh, i saw the documentary uh, of dan about uh, these children can uh, uh, drive the bicycle without uh, her eyes and uh, can count uh, um, a currency uh, and uh, change the color and class the color in a different box and uh, it was really amazing you know so what's happened <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it is important uh, that we emphasize that, you know, you were tested using empirical tools like this um, machine that Dan Winter uh, got you to, I think you purchased it and you uh, hooked it up to yourself. And, and so you were you were tested. And so that that testing that Dan Winter did, I mean, that that showed that you had this um, that you had this uh, these brainwaves that were kind of quite remarkable whoops okay yeah he, he called me um he, he tell me uh the gold number too uh i think it's a right traduction translation uh gold gold number is the golden uh, mean yeah every, every, every in my in my body in my brain wave he uh, he never seen that before he he, he spent uh 
15, uh, 51 uh, years research of the brainwave. And he um, tell me he, he traveled uh, in um, 45 uh, countries and uh, he, he never seen that before with a uh, uh, science, scientist and a programmer of uh, the, the, the software. And he was very... Uh, he was very amazed because um, he, he tell me it's uh, it's incredible because the test was try to teleport yourself and the result is something happened in your brain. Well, you can actually see it in that chart that we, uh, I mean, uh, those that are viewing this, um, mm -hmm. you can see that bottom figure with the, the barcodes uh, that you, you have on the on the left-hand side, you have the red, which is the um, theta, or sorry, mm -hmm. the delta. Then you have the theta. Then you have the uh, alpha. And then the blue is the uh, beta brainwaves. But the purple are the gamma rays. And that's very high. I mean, uh, most people do not generate that amount of gamma rays mm -hmm. in their br uh, gamma brainwaves. I mean, it's much, much less. Um, you know, so, you know, you discussed this with Dan, and, and he was, like, uh, amazed, uh, as you just described, the extent to which you had the, the gamma waves that were very active, and, and, and certainly that does support uh, your ability, your stories of being able to teleport, because teleportation is this kind of, like, uh, paranormal ability that accesses uh, parts of the brain or parts of the brain are, are used but it's going to be using something like gamma brain waves to activate it, and someone needs to be uh, have a very strong gamma brain wave activity to be able to do it. Yes, Dan, tell me. I um, think uh, when I was in this state, I project uh, in front of me. Uh, I am uh, himself uh, like a portal. And I open a portal himself, and I, I, I go through the portals. So he tell me, you are uh, 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 like you are a Stargate mm -hmm. yourself, John Charles. And I say, oh, okay, it's uh, it's uh, wow, <laughs> it's interesting, you know. <laughs> it's very interesting and very significant too that um, people have also sorts of abilities that are untapped and that uh, the way to access some of those abilities is to develop uh, these gamma brainwave uh, uh, functions in the in the brain and and that you know you can do that through meditation you can do that through a number of a number of things um, now what I found fascinating is this connection with a whistleblower that Elena Danan uh, interviewed and he died uh, Stephen Chow yes and and he uh, was also tested for gamma brain waves and uh, because he had uh, an IQ he was uh, part he was recruited uh, by the Singaporean military back in 1981 and and he had incredible intellectual abilities uh, his IQ was off the charts so the Singaporean military, Kind of like promoted him into the prime minister's office, and then uh, Americans, some secret organization associated with the American secret space program, uh, wanted to test Stephen, and his gamma brainwave 
activity was off the charts as well. And they said, oh, we want you to come with us to Area 51. And so uh, the story that Elena, well, in interviews and that in the book, Area 51, Conversations with Insider Stephen Chow, he describes being taken to Area 51 and what was being done there, what was being tested was that they were testing fly-by-thought uh, technology. In other words, uh, they had especially modified F-15s. The, uh, there's F-15Es, but they had especially modified F-15F that no one hears about because that is actually a thought-controlled uh, that is a thought -controlled jet craft. And, and so they found that pilots that tried to use the fly-by-thought technology were suffering brain damage and some of them died. And what they were able to uh, learn was that it was all because their, the pilots' brains could not handle high gamma brainwave activity, that this technology kind of like stimulated or required high gamma brainwave activity. And so they were interested in people that were able to produce high amounts of gamma brainwaves. And so they got Stephen Chu out there. He you know, once they found out that he naturally produced a high degree of gamma brainwave activities and he was able to fly the technology without any problem at all. And so it's an incredible story and it's in, in the book that um, Elena is, uh, is, is, is got up available now for pre-order. But I just wanted you to comment about that. What, what do you think about that? About Stephen? Uh, yes, uh, Stephen uh, being tested and, and being recruited to Area 51 because of his high gamma brainwave activity. I think uh, the, the gamma uh, activity um, is uh, very interesting for um, special um, so super soldier because uh, with this ability, they, they can develop something else uh, and uh, maybe uh, more powerful to uh, detect uh, a lot of things. And uh, I think it's like a DNA, a special DNA uh, for the people who want to, um, uh, to control the arc, you know. And uh, I guess uh, Stephen was uh, one of these uh, special beings and uh, maybe he died for that because he was very special and, and maybe they, are, they will be afraid of, uh, of, uh, of Stephen because he have a special uh, gamma brain wave. I don't have this information. I discovered not right now this uh, particularity of uh, his abilities. I'm very surprised and I'm very happy to discover uh, Stephen have the a brainwave, a gamma brainwave out of the charts too. Uh, I, I guess uh, this particularly um, gamma brainwave is very important for the selection of a super soldier. I, I, I'm 100% I'm sure of that. They, 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 they found this, um, this, um, I don't know, um, the specialties this in, in into uh, some people and they recruit it with this because they have this uh, this gamma brain wave very very high well and i find it very significant that uh, back in 1981 uh, 
or soon after that, in that period of time, uh, that there was a knowledge that these abilities, you know, to be able to fly by thought and other kind of enhanced psychic abilities uh, were all dependent on gamma brainwave activity, and that could be tested. And they were looking for people with gamma brainwave, high gamma brainwave activity. So that makes me question, I mean, your own life, I mean, you've, you've described how you went through um, various periods. And so as a youngster, um, and and as a as an adult, when you served with in the the French military as part of your national conscription, I mean you did tests. So I wonder at what point the the French government identified that you have high gamma brainwave activity, and and if that was why they wanted you so desperately to join the uh, the French uh, U.S. secret space program. Yeah, the, the the first time it was when I was uh, my uh, sunstroke and I was uh, hospitalized, and they discovered in the radiography in the X-ray a little uh, metal tic tac into my brain, and um, I remember the first time when I entered to uh, the cylinder to make this X-ray, everything shut down. <laughs> you know, <laughs> when I'm stressed, everything shut down. The computer, the uh, light the uh, everything electronic and after that they they they, they do another time and it's it working but they discovered this and in the night uh, there is a military guys uh, in my room with the x-ray doctor and they talk about me and i remember the guys in military i try to understand what they say about me and i can't because he spoke german and there was very interesting by my um, brainwave, not just for the tic-tac, because they know something about me. And at this moment, I was um, selected for my abilities and with an, another children in the basement of this hospital. There was a mm -hmm. secret uh, a selection for um, children and... Um, I jump my story because it's very long to explain, but in, in um, principle, um, I was in the basement of uh, another children and we, have, uh, we had um, a suit, a black suit with an emblem in the chest represents a, um, a winged horse like a Pegasus. And we enter into a big light like a stargate to, uh, through uh, the light and we uh, arrive into another big room, like a hangar, and they test our fear. And many, many, many children failed, except me. And I was selected for this. And they test, and uh, I remember there is a, a lot of a fright, frightener, frightening things to, 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 um, to, um, um sorry um to test uh, our uh, how control our fear because in the future maybe for um different mission we were in the front of uh, some beings like a uh, black draco and uh, we don't we don't have the we, we don't be afraid to to do a mission you know you know what i mean so they test our fear <laughs> 
I'm just um, curious, you know, with with fear, you know, just the emotion of fear and and the brain wave it it um, it corresponds with. I wonder if this is like a something that's fear is something that is expressed through beta brain waves, but when you are in the gamma brain wave, um, you you cannot fear because well, that fear is too low a vibration. That gamma brain mm. waves are, mm. are higher frequency. And and in that frequency, you, know, you you can manifest that that's what you're doing, really. I yeah. mean, gamma brainwave activity seems to be the power to manifest. Whether it's you know whether it's to be able to uh, to teleport to places, whether it's to be able to kind of interface uh, with uh, fly by thought technologies or many other psychic abilities, uh, it's the ability to manifest. Whereas fear kind of like limits you, or well, you know. Um, doesn't always. I mean, fear can put you in a heightened state of uh, preparedness, you know, like in in combat or something. But but certainly, yeah, you know, there's. Uh, I, I think with the ability to uh, go into this gamma brainwave activity, uh, you're, you're probably someone that transcends the, the fear, and you're in this place of silence manifestation. In my case, I wasn't afraid. Uh... And uh, this is uh, the, the the doctor and the military was very um, oh my god he is not afraid maybe I was transcend my afraid uh, my afraid in into a power I was sure of me I was a, a ling you know a lying and uh, nothing happened to me um, I feel inside of me a, a strong energy I was like um, invul invulnerability you know. Um, I remember I felt uh, very strong, like, uh, go ahead, uh, send me everything you want, but uh, I'm not afraid. And when I uh, success uh, the, the test, uh, the, the, the military guys uh, and the doctor tell me, go to this room. And there is a, a, a dark room. I enter inside. I feel something, not afraid. I feel something very strange penetrate into my mind. And in the shadow, get out the shadow, a big mantis with a big eyes. And she come to me and put his big paw in my shoulder and in telepathy tell me, don't be afraid. Everything is okay. You have been chosen. And I collapse. And I remember every detail of that. So I was selected. I was special. This, this is the mantis. Tell me. Well, I want to move on now to uh, something that happened when you were ten years old in in 1979, and you wrote a message to me. I just, and I just want to read it out to kind of set the scene for this. Uh, you you wrote quote on August 15, 1979, at the age of ten, I made a trip that I will never forget. I was at the bottom of the sea in the Bahamas in Bermuda and I saw a submarine base with UFOs with an emblem representing a trident. I also met benevolent aquatic beings. I made these drawings on my return. I don't know how long I stayed there, but when I woke up in my bed in the building where we lived in the Paris area, I was tanned from the face and there was white sand at the bottom of my bed and between my toes, end quote. So you want to kind of like uh, tell us about uh, that, again, another teleportation experience, this time when you were 10 from your home in Paris. 
Yes, exactly. Um, I had disabilities when I was young, and my father, my dad, tell me if you can teleport yourself, uh, go uh, into another place, and uh, we have a globe. You know, um, it's like a, a lamp with a globe, with a terrestrial globe, and you have a, this lamp in your room, and you can discover the country and a lot of things. And I chosen different places and my finger point into the Bahamas and I decide to go into the Bahamas. So I go to my bed and I remember um, I feel something very strange around me and dizziness. And when I opened my eyes, I was into the sea and I can breathe. It was curious, you know, I can breathe into the water and I saw a different, um, um, like, um, a spaceship there is a, a three spaceships uh, connected with a, a tube and there is a door with a trident uh, emblem and there 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 was um a beings aquatic beings very very uh, kind with me uh it was um uh, un unconditional love uh, uh, outside these beings and i rem i don't know how many times i spent in two but i remember uh when i when i came back into my bed uh, i i my 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 face was tan and i had a, 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 a white sand between my toes and in the bottom of my bed and at this moment i live into a building nine floor into paris with my parents so how could you explain that <laughs> tan and uh, a white sand and i draw like i say everything when i go uh, into a travel or teleportation in my diaries and i'm very happy now to to have this proof this evidence and you tell me uh, that gp um explain the same detail of the um position with the tube and uh, like a spaceship uh yeah yes like a spaceship uh in in um in, into the sea into the, Bahama, the bahamas and uh, i remember every detail and um the, the curious thing it when i was into the sea, like i say uh i be able to breath into uh into the water and I feel everything, everything was accurate, the color, the, 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 the sensation of water. Um, it, it, it's, um, I want to explain something very important. Uh, when I threw something, I feel the molecule of the, the, the thing, you know, if I go through uh, iron, it's, it's very odd but i can pass through if i go into a water i feel the molecule the structure of um, the dna of the water and it's very soft you know and it's it's uh, it's very hard to explain now i hope people understand but i have an interaction with uh, the structure the dna of the thing you know i feel really through it's everything is live is alive 
okay so when i was in the water it's like the water be a part of me you know it's 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 very soft it's very um it's a it's a wow you you are a piece of water you are the water and you are you and you are the water too it's like okay. a, this one you 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 are the same thing it's a all but you are i don't understand you know what it, i mean <laughs> well it does seem as though uh you know you have this ability uh to um your your awareness something was triggering your awareness for that kind of understanding so that you know you you teleport from your home in paris to this underwater location and you're underwater now a lot of people you know if they're all of a sudden underwater you you would panic you know i can't breathe or all of that but yeah. but you had this awareness straight away you had this awareness that you know you and the water are one so that again it's the like it's like your brain was in this uh heightened state this gamma brainwave activity and and in that activity you, you know that you and the water are one and so you can breathe under and you and you see everything so you know with that first drawing uh when you were 10 in the bahamas it shows it shows a ship there and you know jp has said that he's been taken to an area of the of the Bermuda Triangle where there's the where there's a space arc. So I just wanted to get you to maybe elaborate on that ship like how big was it? Could it be something like what JP says he saw? Um it's 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 different and symmetry, you know. Um but I remember there were it was a, a big but there is a, a a few like there was connected like a hub, you know? It's like a highway but inside the uh, under the sea and uh, there is a big door with the trident the emblem it was the emblem of the um people inside yes exactly exactly it's like your emblem of the people into the into the sea i guess okay uh, so yeah this i guess it's the Poseidon's em emblem so that would uh yeah. that would suggest that this is a civilization that is associated with the uh ancient Greek or Atlantean deity uh, we know as Poseidon. So what well, that takes me then to the second of the drawings um where you show these three interconnected kind of like domes. I mean you've you mentioned spacecraft but I'm wondering uh you know those three domes Mm -hmm. uh you know that are connected now what i found really very very significant i mean you drew this when you were 10 years old you you say you teleported there you're under the water uh you feel at one with the water you can you know you, you're comfortable and you see these um, three structures that are joined together uh three large hemisphere structures that are joined together by tubes well that is exactly what jp says that he saw when he went on a secret diplomatic mission to these uh, underwater cities in the Atlantic Ocean. So this was an update I did uh, with JP, uh, I think it was back in September of uh, 2022, where he was taken uh, by 
these aquatic beings in these uh, large submarines into this city under the water, under a big dome. And he described the dome um, and that th there was a city in there. And so there were three of them, three large domes that were interconnected and they had passages connecting from one dome to the other. So, you know, to me, that's really remarkable because that, I mean, that happened to JP in 2022. Uh, this incident happened with you when you were 10 years old. So we're talking, what, uh, 19... Uh, 1979 or 78, something like that. Yes, yes. And uh, this uh, picture was included. There is uh, three years before in my little video capsule about my life in the YouTube channel Connection Alien. I spoke about my travel into the Bahamas when I was young. And uh, this is the proof I don't draw this recently, you know, because I had this picture when I was young, but this picture was in my capsule there three years before. Okay, all right. Well, um, again, I think that's a, a remarkable uh, corroboration uh, that you and JP have those kind of similar experiences under the water. And of course, you met, he met aquatic beings. He, he described them as like a seven foot tall, uh, kind mm -hmm. of Nordic. Nordic looking and and very friendly, and that they were sharing some technology with uh, the the U.S. government. And do you, do you remember anything about the aquatic beings that you interacted with when you were ten? Yeah, um, my, my beings was um, uh, purple, blue purple, and uh, they look like um, uh, humanoid, but uh, no hair, just a hole, and. Um, like a fish, but hybrid with 65% uh, of human, you know? It, 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 it looked like a, a, a human, but hybrid. Uh, it's like a, like a marmot, you know? But uh, no uh, tail with the feet. And uh, th there is um, something uh, between the, the finger. I don't remember the name in English, but uh, you know what I mean? The web, the webbing. Exactly. To, 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 to move quickly uh, in, the, in the water. Mm. Well, you know, we've already discussed you uh, earlier teleporting um, to this location, Sendai. Uh, you, you've teleported to this underwater civilization there or, or complex there under the uh, the Bahamas in the Bermuda Triangle. You've uh, teleported um, to Egypt other too. locations, <laughs> you know, uh, to Antarctica, Tibet, Japan, Hawaii, Monaco, Egypt. Egypt. And so you've found or encountered you know, ancient technologies there or space arcs there. So, you know, for this ability to be activated, you know, do you have do you have to have some kind of emotional connection with the target? I mean, with Sendai, you clearly had an emotional connection because of a past life. So with these other places that you've teleported to, is there a similar emotional connection that enables you to just teleport there? So what, how is it that you end up teleporting to these places? If my emotion is the same, Mm, not for Sendai, it's a past life, but 
I think the timeline is um, it's it's curious to explain, but you know the past, the present, and the future maybe is in the same timeline, you know, and and sometimes they cross, and I think because my DNA is Japanese, you know that because my my dad have a Japanese DNA, and in the side of my of my dad. I have a Japanese origin. So maybe my DNA call something into a timeline in in um, link with uh, Sendai. Sendai is very important. Uh, Miyoko tell me it's a very important um, with Utsu and Kono. Kono is a goddess of the Mount Fuji. And I have a lot of things in my head, so sorry for people. <laughs> when I was in vacancy with Melanie to meet you, my friend, we stop into a curve. There, we, there was a, we were we were in a big island in a Japanese old cemetery, and I was attracted. I don't know why. I was attracted to stop at this uh, cemetery. And I was stand in front of an old grave. I don't know what is right because it's very, very old. And Melanie take a picture of me and I take a picture of Melanie in the front of another grave. A few years after, three or four years after, I asked to Miyoko, tell me, what is right in Japanese in this in this grave? And she tell me it's right. You are a um, light light warrior and a son of Kuno. And wow, okay, what's the news? And I say the grave of Melanie. What's right? not in Japanese, just forever, Kono. How many chance to have this link to Kono, Utsu, Sendai, again and again, everything is linked into my life, to this past life in Japan with beings. And you know what? Um, Mariko, tell me, when I was young and I wrote in my diaries, I remember the date exactly, precisely. It was in 1175 centuries, Sendai. And she do a research about that and she discovered a legend of an emperor kill every uh, people in the village of Sendai, remember? But this emperor was a big reptilian. She tell me in the legend, people say this, this person, this emperor was mixed with reptile in the legend, you know, but it's, it's curious, right? A legend, but this emperor was a part of reptile and it was very um, dangerous and uh, you know, the, the Japanese legend with a Naja, 
Naja people and uh, blah, blah, blah. There is a lot of thing about dragon in the mythology. And when you saw in the space the, the, the satellite image of the island of Japan, it looked like a dragon sleeping. The, the island looked like a dragon sleeping. So clearly you have a, a kind of um, affinity for Japan with Sendai, mm -hmm. uh, with uh, the kind of like arc that's located there at Mount Fuji, uh, Utsu and Kono, and there's a connection with Hawaii, but you've, mm. also, but you've also had experiences in other places that have these space arcs like Antarctica and Tibet. So, so why do you think you're having the experiences with, with these uh, space arcs? Is it because you think uh, that you are connected in some way, you know, through the, as, a, as, a, you know, as crew member, as a crew member, or could it be uh, that somehow uh, these space arcs are in a process of activation, activation and they're calling people or having people come and, uh, to them in some way? I don't know if you want to just speculate about that. Yeah, speculate. Uh, I don't. I don't think I am a, a crew of uh, this this arc. I think um, I I am very important to um, um, activate uh, some arc because my DNA um, and my my gamma frequency. And uh, my Tibetan wave again, uh, ASEAN, you know, Tibetan wave, and maybe I'm I'm here to um, like say, uh, Danny and uh, Elena, I'm a trigger, I'm a trigger for a lot of people. Memory uh, came back, and uh, I met a lot of people where I was with these people in space. In, and I think um, for the arc, I'm a part of a big puzzle. I'm not the only one. But I think um, my abilities is um, important because when I was in the arc in, um, in Japan, Utsu and Kono uh, tell me uh, I was... Uh, a part of um, the disclosure of the Japan. So it, it's a very important. I say, oh my God, okay. <laughs> and she tell me, you are a very important person. I don't want to say that and people say, oh my God, he's a king. And no, 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 not, not that. It's important to clarify. It's not me tell this. It's another person and Mariko, and Miyoko do a research about everything I tell. And I can invent this detail because some detail of my life and detail of Kono and Utsu is only into Japanese history museum and wrote and write only in Japanese language. So I can um, imagine something. So she tell me, I am very important for this disclosure of Japan. And I am very important uh, because when I was in the arc, I was teleported into Kalash Mountain in Tibet. I was teleported into Antarctica. 
I was teleported into um, a lot of place. And each time when I go into the, this arc, there was an interaction with me. There is a symbol wrote in, inside uh, the, the, the spaceship, the, the arc. And he light on and light off when I, I go near this uh, inscription, you know, the lights off and light on. It was very, and she tell me, um, you are a part of this. So I am not in the crew, but I guess it's speculate. Okay. I, I guess I am uh, like a GP, like Elena, very important to, um, to rise uh, the, 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 the arc. You know, so each of us are a piece of this puzzle, and uh, I feel inside of me it's uh, it's um, we are very near for a, a big disclosure. Well, that's what I want to ask you about now: is uh, how close are we to these arcs? Uh, I mean, we know they're in a process of activation. Uh, how long before they actually start to rise up and people start seeing them. Uh, I mean, you you have a contact with the Galactic Federation, uh, Victor, and and so does he tell you anything? Has he said anything recently about the ARCs? No, uh, Victor is... Um, don't tell everything. He, he lets me uh, discover uh, some, uh, something about me because he don't want to give me everything. <laughs> he tell me sometimes, okay, you must uh, alone. And I'm here if you need me, but you, you must... Because it's too easy. If you are the right answer at the moment, your experience is different, you know. So he sometimes I ask uh, some question to Victor, and uh, he tell me, uh, "Okay, uh, I have the answer, but uh, you must find your yourself the answer." And uh, he, he don't give me information about. Uh, sometimes he tell me when I am in danger. He helped me when I have a problem uh, in Earth, like uh, eaters or something else. He don't help me for that because it's a human problem. But if I ask to Victor, it's possible to have an invasion, alien invasion. In he asked me, there is a possibility to force alien invasion because the real alien don't want to invade your world if they want it was um it wasn't uh, take a time you know it it will be very quick so don't be afraid of uh, about that um it's very hard to translate for me because i search my word <laughs> um you uh, there is a lot of uh, alien species. Uh, they walk among us, you know. They walk among us during a lot of centuries. So the invasion uh, is uh, is over. <laughs> if if you think really 
there is no invasion in the future because they are already here. Okay, so as far as uh, people saying that the alien invasion is is possible, you know, I mean, you're saying Victor has said that a genuine alien invasion, no way, that's not going to happen, but that you could have a fake alien invasion. In other words, you can have uh, government or the deep state uh, using its own technology to simulate mm -hmm. an invasion, but if they did that, then it probably wouldn't be too long before it gets exposed and it would fail. Is that yeah. correct? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, because, um, you know, when people um, think um, maybe an alien invasion, the answer is it's done. The invasion was there is a few, few, few centuries. They're, they're, they're already here. There is a lot of spaces here, inside the Earth, in Agatha, inside the ocean, uh, outside, and uh, there is a lot of beings around us. So it's it's so wrong to say will be invasion. No, because they are already here. You know, they are mm -hmm. already in connection with the government and a lot of things. The government knows the truth. They know the truth. So they want to be afraid people and say uh, now after three years of uh, frightening, we must uh, invent something else. Okay, what's okay? Um, maybe alien invasion. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I, don't, I, I don't think... I think if there is alien invasion, it, it will be a false alien invasion. Like, say, uh, John de Sousa. Right, yes, John D'Souza uh, supports that. He thinks that it'll be using uh, government technologies and holograms and so forth to simulate a real alien invasion. Now, one of the things that presumably would be part of this alien invasion, and I guess this is, I just did an interview with uh, JP, an update, where he, he says that essentially what's happening right now is that there's a lot of orbs you know, some of mm. the orbs are coming from the space arcs. They're being released by the space arcs. Um, and, and they're kind of doing all kinds of measuring and interacting with people. But other orbs are being released by the government corporations to kind of confuse things, to make it unclear as to what's what and who's who. So, you know, what do you know about that? It's like a, it's like a spaceship. There is a alien spaceship and there is a um, spaceship uh, terrestrial with uh, retro engineering. And uh, for the orbs, it's uh, the same thing. The technology of orbs um, for um, government and for extraterrestrial, it's like it's like um, keep an eyes in the humans. You know, it's like a drone, and they 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 watch us. And bring information and go into uh, a military base or a spaceship, and they bring information. And uh, today they they invent a nuclear bomb. Oh my God! It's like a, a little spy, you know. They 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 want to collect information, uh, and uh, after that they came back. They come back into uh, the place and give information, but. I think 
there is the organic orbs too. There is a lot of orbs. There are orbs terrestrial, orbs extraterrestrial, and orbs interdimensional. Because a lot of spaces use this technology to bring some information outside of the dimension or outside um, the, the 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 spaceship or you know it, it's like a it's like a, a drone but very 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 intelligent and uh, this is a part of an organic uh, spaceship too it's like an extension you know it's like an eyes with a nerve and uh, they want to collect information and after that they bring another information to uh, to the the the, the spaceship or uh, a base or uh, this is this is my um, what i think about the orbs but i i know that i know the orbs is uh, is is here to collect information about us because they they want to um um they want to know what we do they don't want uh, um, they don't want uh, humans um, destroy the planet you know not for for us but for for extraterrestrial and uh, around the earth you know the collateral damage will be um, catastrophic you know so they uh, want to know what we do with uh, atomic uh, they, there is a orbs uh, under a uh, um, military base. Uh, there is a orbs uh, uh, into a atomic um, uh, rocket and a lot of things. They stop a lot of things. Sometimes they, 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 they intervene uh, when we um, have a, a launch rocket and they stop everything about uh, atomic bomb. And uh, there is a lot of orbs uh, in electric... Uh, factory and uh, they, they, there is many ops is this a technology very uh, important yes well uh, jp says that uh, if if you get too close to one of these orbs you, you need to be very careful because you you mm. can be killed or injured severely because they are um uh, they they are kind of like fulfilling certain functions and they have self defense capabilities, um, so they kind of like surveillance drones. But I'm wondering, uh, the space arc orbs, according to JP, are, are doing things and, and they're looking for the crew. So I, I guess the, the question would be, you know, some people listening to this might say, well, you know, if I see an orb, should I go up close to it? How do, how do I tell the difference between a, a good orb and a bad orb? Yes, yes, yes. I think there is a good orbs and a, and a bad orbs. Uh, it depends uh, which is uh, behind. You know, uh, it's it, the orbs is uh, in the arc. It's uh, like a guardian, like a bodyguard of the crew. But okay. if this technology is uh, is a good in a good end, is okay. It like every technology. But imagine uh, uh, unbelievant uh, uh, beings have this technology too and use to the wrong side it's possible everything can be um, used for a good thing or bad things 
Well, I did meet you and your wife, uh, Melanie, in Hawaii. In fact, you proposed to her uh, in in Hawaii at the top of Mauna Kea. And so there's a kind of special bond between you and Melanie. And what's very interesting is that Melanie is also a starseed and also was um, part of the crew on the Excelsior. So you want to tell us about that? Yes, um, I had many, many memories about uh, when I was young. Uh, uh, when I was young, I was uh, seven and Melanie was uh, four because we have three um, years be between, uh, between us. And I remember when I was seven, I spoke to my parents. I walking into a corridor and... Um, I was in a spaceship and in the in the left or right i don't remember there is a a big room with a bright room and they i remember a, a, a few beings a blue beings and between these two beings there is a little blonde girl four and the beings tell me come and i came into this room and they tell me take care of this little girl and this is the first time i met at this moment, I don't know it's Melanie, you know, but we have the same memory. And she remember met a boy when she was into this spaceship. So after that, uh, we have a different way. Uh, she she made something very different with all other children and me too. And uh, we met again when we were teenager and we met again when we were adult. And Melanie and I have a lot of corroboration of memories. And she writes into a diary too. She found her diary. There is a three or four days uh, now with a lot of detail, very accurate between Melanie and, and I. And this is what we um, expose uh, in Orlando um, in October because I don't want to tell uh, too uh, many uh, details. We must keep the secrets. <laughs> but Melanie and I um, made a mission uh, in the space uh, together when I was in the uh, in, um, secret space program, because we live uh, something uh, very similar together with another children. Yeah, that, again, very interesting corroboration that you both have those childhood memories and recognised each other, and then you ended up being together as as, as husband and wife. And uh, yeah, I look forward to Melanie uh, talking at the Galactic Spiritual Informers uh, Connection uh, that's coming up on October twenty to uh, twenty two. So, uh, you know, what what will you be talking about at that event? Um, maybe. Maybe if I finish my new movie, South Shore Origin 2, um, I, I spoke about my new movie, but I spoke about uh, my interaction with Japan, with uh, a lot of things uh, happen with the teleportation and a lot of things I keep secret right now for um, the Orlando conference. Yes, well, I, I do look do look forward to that and, and catching up again with you. So... Uh, you, you mentioned uh, your uh, upcoming um, movie. So 
where can people go to get your movies? Um, people uh, can get my movie into uh, Vimeo.com. Uh, um, I think you, you put the link into your, uh, <laughs> your video because, oh, yes, yes, exactly. Um, Starseed Revelation, um, Starseed Revelation 2 uh, is the, 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 the new movie um, because inside there, there was a, a lot of uh, testimony of uh, my dad and my mom and my best friend and a um, lot of evidence, uh, physically proof uh, about what happened in my life. In my, it, it's a resume with uh, evidence of what's happened very uh, strange about my abilities and uh, witness uh, during all my life since my uh, my birth and and right now so this is a very important uh, movie for me because everything is real Sartral 2 is a sequel of Sartral 1 it's um 85% real and a lot of things uh, fiction like uh, um, like uh, X-File, you know, but inspired by real events. Very, very, very important to clarify. Some people say, oh, it's it's real or, or not. 85% is real, but I play a role because it's a uh, it, it, it was my solution to disclosure. There is uh, four years before to disclose my, uh, my story, my story, because at this moment, um, I guess people wasn't um, ready to have uh, the, 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 the truth. So uh, I decide to make this movie. And with um, the the pause of three years um i must uh, stop my uh, my movie so between uh, the first part and the two parts there is three years and uh, i want to finish my movie and pass to another thing after that but it's very important the, this is a movie a, a document fiction movie but with the real things inside. Now people know me, so I think they understand what I mean when they saw the, the, the story of Jonathan Fox and Annabelle Parker, the, these two special agents in the um, cold case X-File in Canada with the extraterrestrial abduction and the secret space program inside. So you know this is my story, but with a little romance into. Well, uh, Jean-Charles, you've got incredible stories to share. Uh, your experiences are, are truly amazing. And I really congratulate you on being able to find so many multiple points of uh, corroboration and using scientific data to support uh, these incredible experiences. And, and that's very, very rare in this field. A lot of people make incredible claims but offer no evidence. But you actually make the effort to provide evidence. So I want to just kind of like uh, congratulate you on doing that and, and being able to find so many corroborating points of data. So I, I look forward to uh, your movie coming out, um, South Shore 2, and seeing you at the Galactic Spiritual Informers uh, Connection in Orlando in October. So thank you and aloha. 
Thank you very much, my friend, to receive me today. And um, I'm very, very happy to be with you at uh, the Orlando part two again. And um, thank you very much. You have been listening to ExoPolitics today with Dr. Michael Sala. Please remember to like, share, and subscribe to this channel. Join or start a conversation in the comments. Take the time to explore the vast library of best-selling books, webinars, and podcasts by Dr. Sala. Visit exopoliticstoday.com.